Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, Megan and I are going to be talking about weaponized incompetence and then the mental, mental load. load. I was yeah. like, what was the second word? Um, I've had this thought of like a topic and episode idea for a while because I I already forgot the person's name on TikTok. Um, I have seen this girl's TikTok and I will make sure I find her at before we move on too far. And she's a mom and she pretty frequently talks about just like both of those concepts. And I feel like they're really interesting topics of conversation for people who are in relationships. Like I feel like it's something you don't think about until you're experiencing it. Well, it's also so normalized that it's just kind of like, what do you expect? Yeah. And so how would you describe it in your own words? We're just like we're previewing right now. Then we'll jump back to our weekly spotlights and catch-ups and all that. But just to, like, give you guys a preview of where we're at. Also, I think we're premiering this episode earlier than normal. So welcome to a morning listen, if you have not been able to do that before. Um, Haley inspired us to do this because she is now commuting to work. And she wants something to listen to on her commute. And so she was like, you guys need to upload it earlier so people can do that. So if this is a new experience for you and... Hopefully it's enjoyable. <laughs> this is for you, morning this commuters. Is for you. Um, so how I would define weaponized incompetence is someone claiming to not have knowledge of how to do something and therefore claiming that they can't do it. And it's weaponized because they are then forcing someone else to do it, even if it's a task that they could learn how to do. And so it's just mm-hmm. saying like, oh, I can't do it like you do it. Okay, just to give credit where credit is due, not that, like, it's not like she owns this topic, okay? But she's the one that I have seen talk about it the most. Um, her at on TikTok is she is a page turner. Um, and so there's not, like, a specific video she's posted that, like, oh, this is the video that inspired this. She just talks about that topic a lot. So we'll jump into it. We asked you guys to kind of send in. Um, I just kind of generalized it as, like, if you're in a relationship, what kinds of things do you experience related to this topic or if there's anything that you feel like you and your significant other do to kind of, kind of combat this what are those things i do want to preface this this may come across as like a man haiti no. episode <laughs> and we'll try it's not, not just to. it's not just men that can do this it can be but like if our examples <laughs> if our examples are men it's maybe just because that's our experience, own experience. and i'm sure that and I, I honestly like part of this I want to reflect back on myself because knowing that like oftentimes men are like even with like our dad has been helping us I out have a been lot. thinking about so, like, that we'll talk about we'll talk about stuff too related to how we feel like maybe we're not doing as good of a job as we could be otherwise um but that's to come so we'll get there we hold your horses you guys just wait a hold second. on one second we just got started with the episode um okay show me back what's your weekly spotlight I was kind of like, you know what? I feel like I have like quite a few just like we've had a good past week, I feel like. So um, a couple things. We broke ground on the basement makeover. And by that, I mean we started the basement makeover. It's no longer just a thought. It's actually happening and we now have to finish it. In fact, we have basically finished all of the painting. We have to like not like the, the hallway going down and stuff. into the basement. And there's potentially like another side project we want to do that's going to be a little bit more intense for an accent wall and so we're kind of holding off like the hallway just because we don't want to like paint the hallway get it scratched up and then have to redo it so we'll kind of do the hallway last but 
I'm really happy we kind of took a risk. Like, at least initially I am, and I don't think I'm going to regret it. Um, but anytime I've seen people do, like, a makeover where it looks really custom and intentional and purposeful, a lot of times what they will do is, like, they will also, like, they go all out and they're Paint painting the doors, the painting trim. the trim, painting the, base the walls. Boards. Not always the ceiling, but we also decided to do the ceiling as well. I mean, we painted everything down there. And the purpose for that was because we want it to be dark and moody. It's going to be a theater room primarily. And we just felt like that would be like the place to do it. And I felt like if we only went and did just the walls, like it wasn't going to have the same effect as like some of the inspo picks. And like, it's our house. Who's to say we can't paint the freaking doors or the trim? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of like, mm, you don't usually do that. But we did. And I'm happy with that. Yeah. So, far, so far, no regrets. Um, we also are doing a basement makeover series on our channel. I believe episode two showing the updates that we're talking about now and then a couple other things will be coming out in like two weeks from yeah. the time that this podcast episode goes live. We're aiming for like monthly-ish episodes. Yeah. Kind of depending on like what we get done in our basement. So that was very exciting. And we like did a lot of that painting on Friday night actually, which I, I was really happy we did that because I kind of felt like, I almost felt like I had like an extra day to my weekend because... Had we done that Saturday, I wouldn't have had, like, it would have just taken a whole bunch of my day. And so having, like, finished that and then, like, I just woke up we did, on like, Saturday seven morning. We did, like, 7 to 9 or 7 to 10 p.m. Yeah. Painting. It was kind of a weird time frame, but it worked out. Um, and then I don't know if I mentioned my bathroom water leak on the podcast, but it, I mentioned it in our vlog. Um, it's only a weekly spotlight because right now it's we working. tried to fix what we thought the issue was and it doesn't seem to be leaking anymore. And so that means this is going to be... A not very expensive situation which is good i will take that my last one was that i got a haircut yesterday i was just like getting a haircut so <laughs> it gets included um the basement is going to be my weekly spotlight as well uh honorary weekly spotlight is that uh this past weekend was my prn shift that i usually work one time a month and like don't be wrong i like my prn job but, like you know sometimes i don't like working six days in a row and I was originally going to work Saturday, but then my, like, the boss over there texted me to, like, ask if I could switch to Sunday. And I was like, sure, it doesn't really matter which day I'm working. And I only was scheduled for two hours on Sunday. And so, it's just a nice, nice. like, quick little easy in, out, boom, done. And if I hadn't switched, I probably would have had a longer schedule. Yep. Anything else? Anything else new? Or do we do we go to book stuff? I think we go to book stuff. I think we go to book stuff. The weather... February is teasing us right now. No, I keep telling my patients multiple times today. I was like, 50 degrees like in the winter starts feeling a whole lot different than 50 degrees in the fall. It starts like to I'm my like, second oh, building. I wasn't even wearing my coat into the buildings because I was like, it's too nice out. I don't need my winter coat. Um, it's supposed to be a high. And like, that starts cooling down. Thursday. Like as soon as the sun starts going away, it cooled out, cools down quick. Yeah. Um, I do think unfortunately it's not going to stay warm. It's going to get cold again before it gets warm but punks supposedly coming early did you see a tiktok someone like was messaging their boyfriend and they said like they're like oh like the groundhog and like made up a name for it i don't remember what the name that they said was though it wasn't punks phil but then the girlfriend was like punks phil and he was like you just smashed your keyboard like that is not a name i wish i knew what he called it because it was like it was funny anyway that's did he think that's what the name was yeah. Like what he typed? Well, he also called it a groundhog. Or no, he didn't call it a groundhog. What he called it? I was like, 
because it's a groundhog um he called it like something else like a guinea pig or something and i'm probably not gonna so he was just like kind of joking like no one knows that much about grounds groundhog's day and then his girlfriend like did yeah um his wife's name is phyllis did you know that punxatani phyllis i didn't know that he had a wife I saw someone. Matrimony is a big deal in the I saw someone community. making a TikTok trying to explain Groundhog's Day to their European boyfriend. And they were just like, You're messing with me right now, aren't you? Like, this isn't a real thing. And it's just like, Why? How did this get started? And it's like, No one really cares. No one cares. No one celebrates Groundhog's Day. It's more so like, You just hear about it later. Like, like no I one who actually watches it. You know what I mean? Like, how many live streams? And also, do they get? then who decides, Oh, he saw his shadow? You know what I mean? What does that, what does it really mean to see his shadow? What does I have no he idea. do? Well, I think, I think it honestly just depends on if it's sunny or not. But is it saying like, we saw his shadow or he, he saw his shadow? I think it's like, we would see his shadow. Like, okay. It's not like the groundhog's reporting to that's us. That's what like, I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. Um, that's just my thought. I've never looked into this. Okay. Where were we at last time? And you, you always you always it. get that information like from someone of like oh did, he saw his shadow where did you get that information I bet there's a Twitter account for it. Um, I am currently reading Six of Crows. I'm checking to see when I started this to see if I. When did I finish my last book? I finished my last book on February second, so that would have been after we had, or no, so that's my last update. I have finished reading Mrs. Nash's Ashes by sarah adler i believe mm-hmm. and i give it four stars i sierra had read it before me she kind of thought it was reminiscent of the seven year slip which i would agree with and i think that i liked it more than i thought i would going into it and considering i'm in my fantasy era i was like just wasn't sure how like a contemporary romance would hit or not but i enjoyed it and it was a quick read so i'd recommend if you're someone who likes contemporary romance and i'm now reading six of crows and it's been interesting so far. I've been enjoying it. I do think it's, I don't know if it's classified as romanticy, but I do think, I'm pretty sure I added it because I, <laughs> there had to have been a romance component to it, like, but like chop, I didn't chop. go and like reread the description. Um, there's a lot of different characters going on. There's a lot of different gangs being described, different classes of people that like, generally speaking, I'm reading through and like, I think I'm understanding, but I'm also kind of like, I would probably benefit from like a chart looking at something. Like, like, there's a map in the beginning that I'm like, maybe I should go look at the map again to, like, see what we're talking about. Because, like, once you're in the fantasy world, like, they're talking about so many different things, but, like, never outright typically explain what it is. And they just, like, hope that with context clues and continuing to talk about it, that you you'll get figure it. it out. You're like, I have, I'm not there like, yet. Like, I'm not quite, there's just different things where it's like, I am understanding. I'm not, like, lost, but I could probably understand a little bit more. But it's been good, and I've been enjoying it, so continuing to read through that and hopefully finish it by friday or sometime this weekend i just finished powerless a couple days ago um that's by lauren roberts i think technically it's considered ya romanticy but like and also like what's crazy this book is like 530 pages and there's like it's there's like love interest the two main characters obviously and the two main characters do not kiss at all i know the entire it's book like, but also like there's you're, quite a bit of tension so it's like it and works. there's like there's moments where you're like maybe just maybe this might happen but, but like, i realized that after the fact too i was like 
I just got duped. <laughs> and so, like, honestly, props to Lauren Roberts for, like, usually that would make me mad. Or, like, you know, there's, like, slow burns. And it's, like, then at least, like, the slow burn, you get, like, payoff of, like, I feel like kiss it was, or whatever. It was probably technically a slow burn because of, like, never really having that payoff. But, like, but, the, like tension were, the tension. The so tension and good. the moments where they were, like, more intimate and, like, having these moments you like it it was it so good. you're still like okay i'll i'll live with that like you accept um but yeah i gave it four and a half stars i thought it was so good i loved the cliffhanger ending so i'm excited to read book two when it comes out in july there's also a like novella or whatever coming out oh yeah mm-hmm. so maybe i'll read that april in april although i'm kind of like it's from like someone else's pov and i'm just like not that i really don't care, care that much. but i'm like yeah. i don't care that much but i i probably will like, read it you didn't give me that invested in her but but i guess if it's not pushing off the release date of your other book and it's just a yeah. bonus then whatever maybe i'll dip my toes in um now i'm currently reading <laughs> a quarter frost and starlight it's the akatar novella i'm like halfway through it probably finish it i would guess tomorrow i don't know maybe today if i'm really having time to read but yeah we it's are just currently okay <clears throat> we're currently in our trying to convince Haley and Maggie to read Akatar. So if you guys are listening right um, now. I don't think they're against it. I think it's just going to be a, a matter of like when. And also, I mean, honestly, Maggie, if you remain unemployed, like now's the perfect time to, to jump in and get this get through the series. Because otherwise, who knows when you'll get through it. It's just like we were trying to tell us, like explain to them, like you don't like stop thinking about these characters and it like helps with like tiktok mm-hmm. like i always just like see akatar related content like, now. oh silly little like oh like uh, i know what this is talking about yeah. um so i hope that they join soon Haley was saying one of her friends was also like pushing hyping her. up sarah j mass so hopefully that can kind of give Haley the push we have downloaded akatar onto her kindle we were nice and we got her kindle for her birthday so she can just be a reading girly and so hopefully soon she's finishing up the good girls i had to murder series she like she's flying through it uh which we've talked about it's i think even when we did an episode a while ago of like top whatever books to read like that series as a whole i think we included just because it's a really good why series mm-hmm. so hmm any book date book dates <laughs> book updates otherwise <clears throat> or um book club update did we give an update last time? I don't remember. No. We are, we still don't have a date specifically set, but we are working on getting our first book club date you set. Can, you can talk through like some of the books we're like proposing as first sure. reading so our options. first book club meeting, we're not going to have read a book by then. We're having everyone just like get together and we'll decide on our first book then. And it'll be a good time for like everyone to like mingle and meet each other for the first yeah. time. So some options, obviously pending, we're going to get more. Keep in mind, I don't know. Other than, like, I follow Haley and um, Maggie on Goodreads, I do not know, like, what the other people read. So, like, we have quite the mix. And we'll just have to see what ends up being the highest vote, the winner. Okay. So, we've got um, a Kristen Hanna book, The Great Alone, I think is one that mm-hmm. we decided on. Um, I, like, can't pull it up on my phone, so I don't know we have, all of them. <clears throat> did we pick a specific Ellen Hildebrand book or just, like, any of hers? Do we have one on there? I don't know. I mean, we like talked about putting one on there. Um, Frieda McFadden was another author we listed. Did you put a specific one on? I couldn't open no. up the slideshow on my phone. I just thought maybe by making the PowerPoint, it would have like stuck a little bit. 
No. Um. Okay. Well, the Fury. You put that. Oh, That's yeah. Michael. Alex oh, Michaelides. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how to say Michael his name. Alex Michaelides. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new book. Um. We. I don't know. We have like a Taylor Jenkins read, maybe. Whatever. I don't know. We. Sierra made it. And I, I wanted to get some in. more romance options in there. We also like, wanted to get more fantasy in there, but I don't know. It was hard to find. I think we... I know we settled on one. I don't know if it was the Serpent of Wings of Night or not. But it was hard because like, we kind of wanted to suggest like a standalone fantasy book. But we also like couldn't find a lot of standalone fantasy that had like good reviews. Because I feel like all the ones that are popular and recommended are all parts of series. So... I felt like that'd be like a little daunting for the first book club book because then it's like, do we keep going with do that we one? Keep going, and now we're kind of stuck in this hole or not? Um, but yeah, if we end up right now, I was kind of like hoping that maybe the next our book club would be like next week. So then, if actually we'd probably recording our podcast before then, anyways, so we wouldn't have any updates, anyways. But well, we're planning on doing a whole book club podcast episode like about how it oh. goes. Okay, sorry, I forgot. Sneak peek. You guys weren't supposed to know that, but <laughs> I'm just stay kidding. updated or stay tuned. <laughs> stay updated. <laughs> stay in the know. Um, okay. Okay. I, Sierra and I, truth be told, <laughs> we didn't, <laughs> didn't plan ahead for this episode. Um, so I'm hoping that we have like enough just like thoughts things to bring up and like hey we did a whole bunch of like we were getting ahead of ourselves so hopefully that's the case and we have a lot to say um but i did like i said ask you guys to share stuff earlier so i feel like i'll kind of start with we'll go into that first i was gonna say i think we should start with our personal thoughts experiences ideas whatever and then go into first of all megan and i are both single yeah not we have not been in a serious relationship and so i do feel as though my experience is lacking in terms of like having a partner that I feel like pushes you know the mental load on interesting. Me. Can I finish my thought? <laughs> and then you can tell me it's <laughs> interesting. Um, and so like in that sense, cause I feel like most of the time people deal with like weaponized incompetence and the mental load when their partner like shifts the burden of whatever it is onto their partner and their partner's like, well, why couldn't you deal mm-hmm. with that again? And so I feel like I mostly experience it as, an observer but there's also like it does happen like, like within family and like friendship you know what i will too. say to that though i will say oftentimes these things are related to like a household of sorts like not always people in relationships that don't live together are also going to have like experiences like this too but i feel like oftentimes it does end up being related to like household household chores different tasks that need to be done and in that sense you and i share the same household and I have often thought to myself that I feel like I have little to no mental load that I need to bear that you do not because I feel like we both independently realize like, okay, these different things need to get done. We know. It's so humbling when you live either by yourself for sure or just like, you know, not with your parents when you're like, well, shoot, this really ain't getting done if I don't do it. And so like I have at least thought to myself it is really nice to live with you. I hope that whoever I end up living with in the future or marrying, like I can only hope it goes as smoothly as I feel like it does between us. Uh, and that's like little things where it's just like, we kind of have like our little schedule and set routine, but it's like, it's little things where, you know, 
I don't have to tell Sierra to like clean up after herself or if I'm starting to do chores and stuff around just because like I feel like I like things are dirty and needing to, to get cleaned up it's very oftentimes that like the other person will then join in help get things done that like I'm not doing she'll go like say okay I need to do these other chores or like if we're doing laundry together it's like you know sometimes it's like oh can you switch this out and if someone's forgetting but it's like oftentimes we're both thinking oh this needs to get done just like whenever it's done and so like a couple days ago I had asked like hey Sierra like had you switched out the second time because I switched out the first time she had already done it like it's just little things like that where we're both very conscientious and aware of just the things we're trying to get done short day around the house is a big one and we know how to make it work fluidly no one has to like egg on the other person to do anything and so that's nice you know i this is for potentially i am just imagining this might be the case pro to being single for an extended period of time and like into your later 20s assuming you're going to end up dating someone who's also single into you their later 20s to for yourself is that for a considerable presumably whatever partner i find if they are single and like are living either on their own or th- like with a roommate like they're taking care of their own things doing their own cleaning cooking i mean i hope you know yeah did you see not always you know that tiktok who's the is it maya knight she has the two daughters or whatever that she doesn't show anymore i don't know i sent you that tiktok where like this was months ago and i don't even follow this person but it just popped up in my for you page where she like i don't know if she's revealed her boyfriend but she like did like a little tiktok of like oh like now i'm at my boyfriend's like house or apartment over oh my apartment yes house or whatever his room that was a pigsty like i would be embarrassed to go and i was like that is your boyfriend's place that is a teenager's room yeah like i don't know if i could date someone i feel like like i walk into their apartment and i'm like oh like if someone were to go from immediately being like bachelor in college basically like that kind of lifestyle to like proposing and getting married like immediately i just envision that you might be taking on more of like the babysitter mom role as the girlfriend not always so anyways me just like putting in different (laughs) disclaimers not always i don't know anyways i'm saying this is an example of like maybe it's not always the case but i imagine like if i'm starting to date someone like their apartment would honestly like tell me a lot about them or like if i would continue Mm -hmm. to see them or not if i see their apartment or their house or whatever and it's like oh or like yeah do you notice how like the guys who like and this like brings up a whole other topic of conversation of like the persona of being like the put together guy on tiktok like i'm in love like all the comments of him cleaning his apartment (laughs) or just being organized in any way shape or form like you go to the comments on that it is all women like asking for the guy to marry them basically separate from the fact that like maybe then a little more reflection you're like this guy's like he kind of knows what he's doing probably (laughs) then like then i'm start like thinking a little bit harder and i'm like (laughs) maybe i am not that interested anymore (laughs) this is like a thirst trap basically that cleaning thirst trap um what i was gonna bring up though like before this i saw someone make a tiktok talking about like her divorce she seemed like she was like in her mid 20s or so and she was talking about how she was getting divorced and she's kind of saying like the key thing that she like couldn't do anymore was like she can't she's like I can't feel like I'm babysitting my husband anymore like it wasn't like a big fight or like huge problem it was just like it was what I gathered was like it was the mental load of like she was always having to do everything and she's like I can't do this for the next 50 (laughs) years 
And so it's just like, that's... That is so crazy. I know. I wish I... Maybe I'll see if I can search and find it. But like, essentially, that's what it was. And I don't know what examples she used specifically, but it was just like... I mean, honestly... I thought you were going to bring up... I saw a TikTok of a woman who said like she had gotten divorced and she had expected to feel like this big like shift in burden of like taking on way more like responsibilities chores tasks and she's like i didn't notice that like i felt like she was doing the same workload of like managing kids managing the house as before Mm -hmm. but with just like one less person to worry about so she's like hmm interesting mental load okay let's take a brief um kind of detour a little bit we can do some self-reflection on ourselves and kind of discuss maybe where we think we're lacking or how we think I have we- a self-reflection okay so we talked about painting the basement this weekend our dad is like the person that we always call when it comes to like anything Who are you gonna call my dad yeah. <laughs> um also it was funny I need to read a text that our mom had sent because Megan texted there's like a group chat with me Haley my mom and Megan and Megan had sent a picture of her bathroom being demolished, basically. And so my mom and her were like, what's going on? Whatever. And uh, so her mom said, like, call your uncle. He's the one who like, has some plumbing knowledge. He might be able to help. And then Megan said, we. Mom probably thought you were talking about us two. Cause I don't think you ever specified that dad was with us. So you said, think I did that to my bathroom myself? We are going to get a heater slash fan and dry the subfloor and get another sealer and monitor for a few days. And then our mom said, these could be some good video ideas to post for other single girls that are homeowners on fixing things themselves. And then I said, she's fixing with our dad. <laughs> like our dad had this idea. Our dad did all this work. Yeah. So speaking of my bathroom ordeal, okay, I found this out. Like I was walking my bathroom as I was getting ready in the morning and I notice my floor sink a little under my foot because it is warped up now and so i step on it and i'm like "Uh oh that's not good and like so then i take a picture of it i sent it to my dad because who else am i going to send it to now i took this picture before i went to go work out at the gym and so i hadn't sent it to him quite like as soon as i took it i waited a little bit like later before i went to work but i was like trying to think to myself a little bit i was just like what what would a girl do what is to be done next Because I don't know, you know, this is new territory for me. Not that I can't learn, but I'm just like, here's the thing. This, I would say right now, what you're talking about does not fall under like weaponized incompetence because you simply don't know how to do it. And like, I, I was trying to look up like, you know, if I were to call someone right away and like, I was gonna have my dad look at it first, but I was just like, who do you, like, does a plumber come look at that? Are there different people who come look at water leak stuff specifically? I don't really know. I think you'd call a plumber first, but I have no idea. My Google search was not very fruitful, but I was kind of like, okay, realistically, like given the floor is warped, like I kind of knew at the very least that like the floor was going to have to come up. So at least I knew that. Um, To be honest, I don't know if I would have thought to take the toilet off, but my dad was like, okay, so we got to take the toilet off. Oh, shoot. And um, to be honest, like I tried to pride myself and like if there is a problem to be dealt with, I try my best to figure out what it is or at the very least like anytime my dad does anything here like i'm there with him eyes are on there <laughs> trying to be helpful if not like you need a tool what do you need and exactly then, oh my god when he was this is a side note also but like every two seconds when we were in the basement painting he's like where is this i'd like run to go grab it and he's like not that like and then he'd go get it himself and i'd be like okay so 
I could have looked up how to remove a toilet, but I didn't have to because he was there and he removed the toilet. It's not that hard. I could do it in the future. Okay, so I'm learning things. Um, but anyways, we take that out. We're trying to figure this out. Basically, we were just like, okay, we're going to try and dry the floor and like we'll do that first. Like we didn't have like, it was not problem solving on day one. We we're just like, we'll turn the water off and dry the floors. Um, and I was there to help and watch as needed. I have done like to, you know, toot my own horn a little bit i have like fixed something in my toilet before already on i replaced my, own. my toilet handle because guess what like i am capable of googling i figured out what seems to be the issue i looked at my toilet i found the replacement part i replaced it you changed you know, a headlight in a car i've changed my headlight in my car because i googled it i see and i installed that light in our dining room because we youtubed it you know so we try within reason to because I feel like not have to reach out for someone that like we're I padding up our resume right now because I feel like the flip side of like, you know, for women, it's like looking at men passing chores along mm-hmm. to women. So I feel like guys are always like, well, we do the handiwork stuff. So this is Megan and I saying we do our own handiwork. We try. Except for my dad helps sometimes. Um, Depending on the project. OK. And also, also, it's his love language. He <laughs> likes helping us out. He likes having a project. OK. So, so before you guys go crazy, <laughs> we're looking at you. Um, anyways, so that's kind of been my bathroom situation. That was kind of what I was, what I was going to talk about. It was funny because like there's one, and I also feel like I'm the one that's just like level-headed, cool, calm, and collected. Oh my God, our While dad my is dad is insane. the one just like, everything is a problem. Everything's an issue. We got, we were getting carpet on like different parts, or no, we were paint. getting paint on different parts of our carpet a little bit downstairs. And to our dad, it was like, like the end of the mind. freaking world. He's like, well, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what you guys are going to do about this. Because, like, like, he would be, like, kind of getting, not, like, anxious, but, like, having no, issues he would with it. Do. And then he'd be like, well, I guess it's your guys' house. Yeah. So, like, if you he'd guys, be like, well, you, do you guys, you care? guys don't care? And we'd be like, not really. He's like, well, then I don't care. <laughs> but he, like, did care. And then he's the one that, like, went and got, like, Cleaned ammonia or whatever the frick he got and came back to clean it because it was bothering him. And, yeah. And you're, I was going to say, this is an example, true example, I think, of weaponizing competence on my part. So day two, we were finishing painting our basement and we're getting to like, there's not a lot that had to be avoided when it came to painting because we were painting all the, like the ceiling, the baseboards, everything. But there's like different areas where, um, I'd be like, well, this is a little bit too close to something. So dad can do that one because he's better at trimming than I am. (laughs) And it's more so that it's not that he's necessarily better. He probably is. But like, I was like, I just don't even want to try. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I think I'll let him do this. <laughs> so he'd like go and be like, why is this not finished? And I was like, well, I figured you could do that. <laughs> or like um, the trim for like the doors. <laughs> I was like, you can. Like we you would like do, do the trim for the door and then I'd like get close to the floor and be like, well, we don't want to get, risk getting too close to the floor. So dad can do that one. <laughs> yeah. Which honestly, see, he's smarter than me because he, he had a method to yeah. his madness. He and so I wouldn't have figured that out. To like be his little guard. Because, like, we couldn't tape down on the carpet. So, he was smart with that. And now, I guess we know in the future for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we paint we the trim again. again. <sighs> yeah, that was a moment where I was like, you know what? I am just... I am just sitting here doing nothing now. <laughs> oh. And then he'd be, like, doing something, like, and like, what, what are you guys <laughs> doing? And I'd be like... <laughs> like, there was, you know? like, a couple times where we were just, like, sitting on the carpet. Like, staring at him. <laughs> and he's like, and you guys are... <laughs> 
just and watching like, well the walls are done the ceiling's done it's like yeah there's not much else to be done right now i'm just and then he'd be like, it. you guys could like take the light and like look around <laughs> and i was like you know what it's gonna be dark in here anyways so <laughs> it looks good right now i know i'm like you're caring too much it will be fine we just need like an overview when you look at the basement you're like wow we don't need you to get too close mm-hmm. don't get too close okay we can certainly jump in with anything that i talk about but um so first person responded saying i think before you move in, move in with someone you need to have a conversation about household tasks and who slash how they will be gosh how they'll be split up and done as well as a conversation about money and this will avoid a lot of the issues of mental load and weaponizing competence within the relationship it is kind of crazy how it's like it's oh talk about it running a household huh <laughs> oh like I, and i had two different <laughs> thoughts there i just was kind of like it all circles around just like being able to like coexist with someone a it little bit. It really does. Um, I was saying talk to someone because it seems like it's funny how nine times out of ten, every time someone brings up like a an issue within a relationship, it's like, well, did you guys talk about it? Have like, you guys like well, had a conversation no. about it? No, I'm just complaining about how much it annoys me. Um, I do think like this is like, yes, duh, like you should talk about it. I think that as long as things are split 50-50, that can look like – you take these chores and you take these chores and then like that's 50 50 or it can look like you know we split the tasks like you mm-hmm. do the gro- groceries half the time i do groceries half the time you do the dishes half the time i do dishes half the time yeah i do think that something else that comes up with like mental load and weaponizing competence is that when you do like the splitting of like the 50 50 tasks like oh like the woman does like the inside stuff and like the guy does the outside stuff and i feel like i mean it's hard to argue like what's more or less work because oftentimes like the household tasks are more frequent but potentially less work or maybe mm-hmm. less time consuming and that guy will say like well i'm like gonna mow the lawn and like shovel the driveway and do the outdoor mm-hmm. tasks and like mm-hmm. all that stuff which is typically less frequent but might take a longer time mm-hmm. and so how do I you feel like also so this one talking about like indoor and outdoor stuff this one that someone sent in is kind of related so they said, my husband and I have talked about how so often men do the jobs that are more in the present moment, like dishes, lawn care, manual labor, while a lot of the time women take care of the tasks that require forethought and planning, aka mental load, such as planning meals, I was gonna say, grocery meal planning shopping, is my least favorite thing. planning vacations, getting gifts for family members. Like those are all things that like they don't get done just on a whim. They require mm-hmm. someone to like, could you imagine think about it beforehand? Like this is also just again this is me stereotyping but like it's so common that like we don't even bat an eye i feel like if, was, like, if a guy was to say to his wife hey like my mom's birthday is next week can you like pick up a present no one would bat an eye about like at that mm-hmm. but if i were to like be doing something i go to my husband and say hey my mom's birthday is next week can you get her present him and then probably everyone else would be like why is he getting it you know what i mean yeah i feel like that's just another example of like expectations and mental load of like it's okay for like one instance that we've normalized but like if you flip it around you're like oh that's kind of weird yes um i need i lost the story post hold on one moment if a guy planned a vacation that we were going on could you well, imagine? first of all i'm kind of like i'm in this way sierra, yeah, send me the itinerary in this way sierra lacks mental load and i give it to forethought. you because I can't think of a single vacation we've been on where I have not done a majority of the planning. 
Um, and who wants to go on more vacations? That's what shocks me is I'm like, you don't want to go on vacation? Like, you would just happily, like, just not plan a vacation and be like, whatever. I won't worry about it. Yeah. See, I'm like, I need... It has been a year since I've had a week-long vacation. I am due for another week-long vacation. And so that's what we have going on. Okay. Someone said that they have a shared calendar with their boyfriend who has full access to edit and view it. And he still regularly asks like when they are free to do said things. This is like the same energy as when someone asks you a question and then you like start to pull your phone to like Google it. And then you're like, you have Google. That's a, you yeah. Google it. That's like a very just like common like day-to-day type of thing like between you and anyone and it's like I understand if someone has like a little bit a little bit more expertise in some areas where maybe it requires like a more specialized answer do like the one person who sent in a response that was like not the right response someone so Megan had asked for like story stuff related to this weaponized incompetence and stuff and one of the responses was Global warming, murder documentaries. Is social media a blessing or a detriment to society? <laughs> and then he responded again and said, sorry, I read that too fast. Thought you were looking for podcast topics. Yeah, and it was like the first one that like was sent in. So when I went to like originally you go back like, and like what? look through this, I was just like, what is happening? Why? What are we talking about? Um, those that want to make decisions, if it ends up being a bad decision, it's not their fault. So maybe mm-hmm. if you're like... I do feel like a lot of the times people who... It's seen as being accommodating because you're like, well, I don't care. So like you decide. But like the decision is the mental load. Yeah. Like sometimes you're like, oh, do you want X place or B... X place or B place? A, a or B for dinner? X, X or B. <laughs> well, I was like, X or Y? I don't know. <laughs> And then I was like, B. And then I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, like, do you want A or B for dinner? I almost said A or Z. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get this straight. Do you want A or B for dinner? And they're like, I don't care. And I'm like, but like, what is your input? Like, if you ha- were to give me your input, because like, maybe we'll have different answers, but like, at least you have a decision. Like, you have some skin mm-hmm. in the game. Then if I just decide, I'm like, do they want this or do they not care? And sometimes it is hard because, like, sometimes people truly just do not care. Because I've done this before, too. Like, where I've said, I don't care. Like, you like can the pick. classic dinner conversation. What are you doing for dinner? And, like, no one wants... Here's the thing. No one wants the mental load. No one wants to decide. No one wants to think about it. But we it. gotta eat. But someone has to decide. Um, mental load. I'm, like, trying to make sense of this. Mental load. My fiancé knows I hate doing the dishes, so he does them for me. I don't feel like that is mental load. But that's what this person seems like they're defining mental load as. My fiance finds texting and setting up plans to be a lot, so I'll draft them for him. I feel like that's them like switching the mental load. Like it's like she doesn't notice like how the dishes. dishes though require no forethought and planning. And he just <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he the just text does drafting them, and then the text drafting and creation. He's like, you do that. Well, she's offering. Yeah. That's if funny. you're offering, like, look, I'm not here to say. Don't do it. Because then this falls. Now we get into the whole trap of people who are in relationships. They're like, well, I like to do these things for my partner because I love them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and did we not okay. just talk about earlier with our dad? I did use that as a justification for saying, this is why I don't feel so bad about it. Because to my knowledge, he enjoys that. And dad, when you listen to this episode like two months from now, you can let me know if I'm right or not. Um, someone says, my boyfriend plans at least half of our dates, underrated way of taking some of the mental load at least half 
That's uh, even, yeah. Good for him. Good for you. <laughs> good for both of you guys. Um, I was going to say, I don't know why this, like, this is probably not related at all. Uh, but for some reason, I'm, like, circling back to, like, the whole, and I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, happy wife, happy life type of I situation. I hate that. And, I like, again, how much we despise that commentary. So, I don't know. We could rehash that out. I had a, I think I had one more comment to say. But now I don't remember. Was it one of the stories? You can get started on Happy Wife, Happy Life. Before I find if this. you guys haven't heard us complain about this before, welcome. Um, I feel like what really bothers Sierra and I about this sentiment is kind of like the built-in, like... The wife is like the nagger, like the annoying one who like cares too much and like the husband's go with the flow he's chill he's easygoing and like this is very much honestly like it is related to this kind of it's very much like oh she's seen as being like nitpicky and like needing things to be done a certain way because she's the one having to do like the forethought and mental load whereas like oftentimes the husband can like he has the free-for-all to just be go with the flow and not have much thought or care and i feel like Men use it or try to use it endearingly, I feel like, because they think, I'm saying my only job is to to make make you you happy. happy. However, I just like, if you have like a better way to like steer this from here, because it's like, does that sound, does it sound bad to like want your wife to be happy? It's always the context that people say it though. They're like, happy wife, happy life. Like, don't push your buttons too much and like. It's always just, like, just do what makes her happy. Like, don't worry if it's, like, you know, something you disagree with. And I'm like, well, disagree with me. Yeah. Even going back to, like, it does tie all together. All this does make sense. It's all connected. The dinner conversation. If you have no skin in the game, you have a a thought, though. Like, you have your own thoughts and opinions. Like, I don't need you to resent me. And so we don't always have to do what I want to do just because, like, happy wife, happy life. Because at the end of the day... This is a partnership where we're both supposed to be like, hopefully your entire life is just not bending to my will. Right. Right. That sums it up. Hopefully we get along enough that like some of what we want to do is like together. And I think that's what bothers me. And like, maybe that helped me kind of like figure out the direction that I can summarize my thoughts in this, where it sounds like when you say like happy wife, happy life, like the guy just has to like give up anything he wants to do and like do whatever his wife wants and i'm like it's like god don't sound so tortured wow the old ball and chain that's the energy it gives <laughs> okay yeah if my husband ever says that divorce <laughs> i'm like you better have been saying that with the most sarcastic ball and chain here's the key buddy get out <laughs> uh honestly i feel like we kind of like we mostly hashed out what i feel like i wanted to and scene we got all of, I, all of what I wanted to cover as well. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the earlier release time this week. And if you have any other ideas or topics you want us to talk about, or I don't know, oftentimes like I see something interesting or on TikTok even. So if you have like a TikTok you send in our DMs or think it would be interesting, that could be a fun way to go about coming up with some different ideas. Um, otherwise... We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.